Isaiah. What's up? Uh, the last one, like, fucked up. I couldn't hear you at all. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you. Alrighty, then let's get this started. Um, so, first episode yep. of the B the BNI podcast. Uh, yep. Names name might change. You never know. Yeah, yeah. But uh, since this is our first episode, let's talk. Uh, and you know we're a sports podcast. Um, let's talk about what's recently been going on in the NBA playoffs. We're in the second round. Yeah. Most games have already played two besides the sec- 76ers and the Celtics who are currently playing their game two and they're at halftime. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, Cavs beating the Raptors dominant win. You know what? I predict the Cavs to take over that series, move on to the next round. Yeah, I know uh, after the Cavs uh, had that struggle, um, against the Pacers in the first round, going all the way to Game 7. A lot of people were doubting that they could even beat, beat the Raptors or beat the 76 or beat the Celtics or whatever team it might may just be. Uh, but I knew going to the Raptors, I mean, for the past two years, LeBron and the Cavs have just done whatever yeah. it is to own the Raptors. And I mean, with a 128 to 110 win, uh, yeah, that's a big win. And uh, LeBron, speaking of which, played 41 minutes, uh, seven minutes away from a full game and dropped 43 points while doing that. And Kevin Love finally helping the team, dropping 31. Uh, do you think that 31 points and 11 bounds, do you think that uh, he's bringing back out that all-star quality? Yeah, you know, Kevin Love, I think, you know, these days uh, with the Cavs, he's still a great player. And I feel like now with the Cavs now, and especially I've noticed in the series, not only last series, but this series, his shot. I mean, you can count on him and you can roll up a three-pointer with Kevin Love. I mean, I feel like overall, back in his Timberwolves days, of course, you know, he was an all-star and he had an all-around game. But now I feel like with the Cavs, he's become a great shooter, you know? He's become yeah. a great shooter on the Cavs now. And, and yeah, also we... being one of our better rebounders on the team besides Tristan yeah. Thompson and LeBron. I mean, he helps yeah. on the boards. He's an important player. He really Very, I mean, even when he's having a bad shooting night and he's only dropping four points, the guys, I mean, what was it? In game one that we won the nail-biter overtime, uh, yeah. he had, I think, like six or four points, but he had 13 rebounds. Yeah. And, you know, over the course of a series, getting those bounds are going to be a big key. Yeah, all, all you know, every all the time, yeah. Uh, and not only that, but Tristan Thompson really has has been improving lately. He's really been on the top of his game. Uh, and, yeah, uh, yeah, and I was a surprise uh, that Ty Lue, you know, he sat him out for pretty much the entire first round besides Game 7, then he comes out in Game yeah. 7 and gives us that spark we needed to – push ahead and move forward to the second round. Yeah, yeah. So anyways, the Cavs taken looks like a dominant win. It's a it's a 2-0 series now for them. What about the Warriors and the Pelicans? We already know about the 2-0 series that that is with the Warriors and we all know how Stephen Curry comes back here in round 2 helping out the Warriors who didn't have him in round 1, but the Pelicans who swept the Trailblazers 
in round one, which really surprised me. They go into round two. They've lost both games. Do you think the Warriors are about to complete a sweep? Uh, I definitely do believe the Warriors got the sweep. I mean, listen, tomorrow, they got their game tomorrow at 8 o'clock. Yeah. Uh, the Warriors were dominant without Steph. And, you know, the Pelicans... Yes, they had that big old sweep against the Portland Trailblazers, but the Portland Trailblazers uh, are just not really ready to be in the playoffs yet. You know, Damian Lillard was being locked down, and I mean, Drew Holiday was playing out of his mind. He was playing like he was an all-star point guard. Exactly. Um, But now that the Warriors got Stefan back, they got this 2-0 lead, uh, you know, they're going to head into New Orleans, and I feel like they're going to complete the sweep. I mean... AD is out there all pretty much by himself. Drew, the first, uh, I believe in the first two games, was almost non-existent. Um, yeah. I mean, they had a close game last game. It was 121-116. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you notice, too, AD, I mean, they're going, they're going all out. Him and Draymond. And Draymond, what do you, what do you think, actually, about his on-court antics? Meaning... Did you see what happened with Draymond and uh, AD where Draymond was, like, putting him in a figure four? He was, like, Anthony Davis was sitting there, like, what are you doing, Draymond? And Draymond is, like, he's, like, acting like a clown out there on the court. And he's, like, pulling his legs and, like, shoving him to the ground. And Yeah, I mean, we've known about Draymond's uh, on-court yeah. antics. We've, we've known that he isn't the most... Uh, respectable guy when it comes to being on the court. Yeah. Uh, I mean, from kicking a man's balls to, <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, the, you, you know what it's going to happen, but I mean, yeah, I yeah, guess yeah. you can't really do much about it. I mean, if we're talking, I think he really needs to keep his cool or else it can happen like in the, the finals again uh, from two years ago where he got, he got suspended for a game and that was a big game-changing moment for yeah. the Cavaliers to bring yeah. back that 3-1 victory. And if he's not careful, he might get suspended for a game, and then you never know. That could bring a uh, rise from these Pelicans. I don't see that happening, uh, yeah. but it might just be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you always got to watch out for old Draymond there. And Charles Barkley making some comments, which he apologized for earlier. He said that he should get punched. He said that Draymond should get punched. Oh, man. I... Charles Barkley, he's you know he's something. Charles Barkley is a is a very wild guy. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We all know about old Ch- Chuck Barkley. There, he's always doing something. Now, I think. But I yeah. mean, I guess he has somewhat of a point. But yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, you know, we we always seem to think you know. I, I mean, Draymond. At least he's not bringing some stuff off the court. Not like they're fighting or anything, big time or anything, you know. They get into a few arguments on the court, you know, him and Rajon Rondo, uh, you know. They they have their stuff on the court, but they're not bringing it off the court. So I don't really have a problem with Draymond as well as that. But on the court, we all know what he does. He likes to get in people's heads. He likes to, you know, uh, play very physically. Which I guess you can give him, but some of the stuff, you know, it's just questionable, you know, especially with AD. My gosh, I mean. Very. 
but other than the Warriors and uh, Pelicans, uh, there's another series, but this one being tied, so we're moving away from the 2-0 series. Yeah. Uh, the Rockets and Jazz. So also wow. stay in the West. I mean, this was a surprise. I mean, wow. the, the yeah. Rockets being the number one seed, a lot of teams saying that they're a very big contender for not only to get to the NBA Finals, but to beat the Cavs in the Finals. Uh, if yeah. That's me saying that the Cavs are going to make it to the finals. But just the other night, uh, actually just yesterday night, uh, they lost 116 to 108 to the Jazz. Uh, uh, Jazz winning that game where Donovan Mitchell only scored 17 points. Yeah. Uh, so not even it wasn't even really much him, but he got his teammates involved. There was, yeah. I think, six different guys. Yeah. yeah, six different guys who got double-digit points. So their defense was just pretty much non-existent. They could not contain anybody. But, you know, James Harden being James Harden, still dropping 32, uh, you know, what he would normally do, but losing. Where do you see that series going? You know, that's a – you know, the Jazz are a surprising team this year. They don't have Gordon Hayward. They did pick up off a trade. They got Jay Crowder, who played incredible last night. His shot was just very surprising. He was just – Hitting on all cylinders last night against the Rockets, and like you said, with all those player hitting uh, players hitting double digits, you know you got uh, Donovan Mitchell who he did, he only had 17, but he I, in my opinion he's rookie of the year. You know, he's a true rookie. He was drafted in the past draft. Uh, he had that amazing putback dunk. Oh my gosh, that was amazing. Dante Exum as well played great. Uh, you know, a couple of guys that just surprise you on the Jazz. They just play their hardest. That's what you want to see out of some of those players. I mean, Dante Exum, where did that guy go? I mean, that guy was in a 2K game, 2K15, you know, uh, uh, in my career. But he's he's still just a bench point guard for the Jazz, you know. And he steps up there and, and starts making plays. But honestly, if I were to have to guess where the series is going, I definitely could see maybe a game in Salt Lake City, maybe the Jazz maybe winning another one, maybe. Uh, but maybe a 4-2 series out of the Rockets and then moving on. Uh, I'm predicting that the series is going to go all the way to 7. Oh, uh, wow, really? I think it's going to end, uh, yeah, we're going to have a game 7 in Houston, and I feel like Houston's going to rally behind their fans in that game 7, and they're going to win it. Yeah. I mean, I feel like Donovan Mitchell is just that good to hold a series on the 7, and uh, the Jazz, yeah. uh, I know we're speaking just this playoffs, but, I mean, I think the Jazz are maybe one good star away from being a big, big contender. Oh, yeah. Uh, you, you know Donovan Mitchell, the star that he is. I mean, if he gets somebody, maybe, maybe you know what I think it might be, is maybe getting a point guard position on that team, maybe, to help out besides Rubio, because Rubio is decent. But I think that they need a point guard, a star point guard maybe, that they need to draft. I, I was young. thinking what they could do is probably go all – put all their chips on in Paul George uh, this offseason. I feel like yeah. you get somebody like Paul George to go with uh, Rudy Gobert, Donovan Mitchell, and Derek Favors. That's a very yeah. deadly team. I mean, you put Paul George on this Jazz team right now, and they're beating the Rockets 2-0. I mean, yeah. they that would be just that good of a team. They're arguably – they're definitely a top three seed team if that yeah. happens. Uh, I would love to see that happen. 
but as we speak right now, the 76ers and Celtics, they're playing in their game two. Yeah. Uh, they're in the third quarter with six and a half minutes left to go, and the Celtics are up 64-63. So yeah. a very tight game as we're, as we're speaking. So we'll be done with this podcast before the end of this game. But where do you see the rest of this current game going? Uh, and where do you see the rest of the series going? Um, you know, it's a tough, tough, tough series because the Celtics are playing very tough basketball. You know they're limited. But I feel like the Celtics are trying to send a message to everybody out there that they don't have their two-star players, yes. But, you know, a lot of people I felt like they doubted the Celtics going into the playoffs. Like, oh, these guys are going to lose first round. But the Celtics are still trying to prove that they can win a championship without these stars. They're still going to try to win the championship. It's not like they're going to give up. Uh, but, you know, honestly, if I see this, this series going anywhere, it could definitely lead up to seven games. And I think I think it will go up to six probably with the with the 76ers clinching it. Even though the 76ers are currently losing uh, the game right now, I think they can pull off a comeback in six maybe. Maybe pull it off in six, maybe a 4-2 uh, or 76ers. Um. Definitely. I mean, like you, like you said, I'm going to piggyback off of what you said about the Celtics. I mean, Celtics are playing with bare minimums. Yeah. Uh, I'm not saying like what they have is garbage because I mean their p- players are still good. You know, you have Jason yeah. Tatum, Marcus Smart, Teddy Rozier, Jalen Brown, just just to name a few on that team. I'm not even mentioning yeah. Al Horford. Uh, yeah. But you have people like Gordon Hayward and Kyrie Irving who are on the bench. I mean, I feel like, obviously, I think the 76ers are going to potentially win this series in another mm-hmm. seven games. But I think uh, if we're talking, it's just like this would be such a different series with Kyrie Irving or Gordon Hayward in it. I mean, you put just one of those guys, Gordon Hayward or Kyrie Irving, and they're yeah. winning this series. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you just take a look at it, and and you take it, you see, and and Terry Rozier, a guy who uh, is putting his team almost on his back to try and and carry him out of round one, a guy who was benched behind Kyrie Irving, uh, having to play so hard through that series, you know, and I really, I I really do respect their play coming in to uh, round two. But imagine this team with Kyrie and with Gordon Hayward. And not only that, do you imagine that they're back, but look at what they're doing without them. Imagine if they did have them. They're already they're already 1-0 in the second round right now. Imagine if they had those guys with them right now. I mean, how deadly would they be? They're already winning without them. Imagine if they had them with them right now. I mean, But, you know, but then they're with that. Talk. I definitely see what you're talking about, but there also comes the point in time where, all right, you have right now without Kyrie Irving and without Gordon Hayward, you have Jason Tatum, a star in the making, Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, Teddy Rozier, and Al Horford. Now that those are all very good players, and they have proven yeah. that without these. I mean, now you add Kyrie Irving and Gordon Hayward, who's getting the ball? You know. Well, now, yeah, yeah. Now you have to redistribute this ball. I mean, it's a totally new team with two superstars ba- added back on. Obviously, Kyrie yeah. Irving's getting the ball the most. I mean, he's their guy. 
Yeah. Gordon Hayward is probably the second option. I see Jason Tatum being the third option. But then after that, where do you go? I don't know. You know, I feel like earlier in the season, Kyrie wasn't extremely – like he wasn't stat-packing too much. You know, like he was – I felt like they were working pretty good. And, you know, when he was healthy on the team, they were pretty dominant, you know. They would go through pretty much almost everybody and, and beat them. You know, it, it was – Definitely good. And they didn't have Gordon Hayward with them. I don't really think they need Gordon Hayward to win a championship. That just adds on to it. But I don't know. You know, we'll never we'll never know until the next season arises. Both these guys are coming off injuries. So we'll see how they do play off injuries. I mean, I think Kyrie Irving will be fine. But we're just going to have to see how Gordon Hayward plays coming into next season. I mean, what a rough injury that was. That could definitely be career-changing right there. Very. Uh, now, where, now that we have talked about all four series going on now, where do you see the Western Conference and Eastern Conference Finals being? Who are the two teams at each conference finals? And tell me why you think they're gonna, that's going to be the matchup. I think in the West, you're going to see the two top seeds arise in the Warriors and Rockets. You know what? I really want to see the Rockets pull off and, and go to the finals, but I just don't think it's going to happen. I just don't think it's going to happen. I feel like Chris Paul and James Harden, that's very deadly. Of course, it's deadly. They're the number one seed. It's been deadly all season, but I feel like, you know, Clint Capella, he's he's a good center, but it doesn't feel like – it feels like they're – you know, they would be a championship team if the Warriors weren't a team, you know? It feels like they would win right. championships if the Warriors weren't a team. But I would have the Warriors probably winning that in seven, to be honest. I think the Rockets are very dominant, though, you know? You take a look at the Rockets, and they do win a lot of games by a lot. Uh, in the East, in the East, I do, seeing, I do see the Cavs going through a battle and making it to the Eastern Conference Finals. And then I see the 76ers making it there with them. Now, here's the thing with the 76ers. You know, the way they played in round one made me think, wow, the Sixers are very dominant. But then they have these weak moments where it's like, I don't know, you know, there's st- they still have young guys. You know, Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons, these guys aren't veterans, you know. These guys haven't experienced, you know, too much playoff play at all actually at all like, I don't think they've ever experienced playoff play so you know they go into this a little bit you know new to it and uh I think that I think that the 76ers will pull it off and go to the finals with the Warriors I think they will uh you know what the Cavs they're a great team but I feel like Kyrie Irving is the main reason to why, you know, if he was stolen my Cavs, I'd definitely have the number one favorite to go into the finals again against probably the Warriors or Rockets. But they're lacking at point guard. You know, George Hill, he, he has stepped up. But, you know, it's it's basically LeBron is putting all the cards on the table. You know, he's he's lifting them on his back. And that just shows you how good LeBron is. But. How good is the team? How good enough is the team to try and get back to the finals, you know? I don't know if it if, if they have enough juice in, in them to really 
get them back to the finals. A lot of rust, you know. J.R. Smith, Kyle Korver, you know, a lot of guys that, I don't know, it's it's going to be tough. You know, I definitely think they can make the finals. I'm not arguing that, but I, I predict 76ers Warriors. That's why I predict making it to the finals. How about you, Isaiah, your predictions, East and West? Um, West, I'm going to go with the exact same thing as you, Rockets versus Warriors. Yes. Uh, I mean, the Rockets with James Harden and Chris Paul. I know they had a very in uh, last game, uh, mm-hmm. allowing six people to go in double-digit points. But like I said earlier, I think the game, I think that series is going all the way to seven, and they're going to be able to rally behind their fans in Houston, mm-hmm. and then win that. Uh, Warriors, uh, we talked about that as well. That's a sweep there, um, especially yeah. with Stephen Curry. Uh, oh yeah, healthy. So um, then. Uh, on the east side of thing, the uh, just like you said, 76ers. I, I think that's going to be a battle, and it's going to be really fun to watch the rest of the series unfold between oh, the yeah. 76ers and Celtics. Uh, but without Kyrie Irving and Gordon Hayward, I just don't see them beating uh, Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons. Yeah. Uh, so 76ers go there. Uh, Cavs, I'm predicting a sweep for against them because, I mean, they just beat the Raptors twice at home, uh, at away, away at the Raptors' home, I meant to say. Yeah. Uh, now they're coming to Cleveland, and, I mean, I feel like you're going to – LeBron's going to just do what LeBron has been doing and dropping those 40-plus points. Uh, then as it goes, we're moving back to the West again between Rockets and Warriors. I think Warriors are getting it. As long as Stephen Curry, as long as that team can stay healthy, I think they can win it. I feel like if Stephen Curry goes down, the Rockets have a chance of getting in there. Uh, yeah. But if everybody can stay healthy, it's going to be, a, I say, a, out of six, Warriors go. Uh, then yeah. back to the East, who's going to the finals between Cavs and 76ers? Uh, you know I'm a Cavs fan. I believe strictly that the Cavs are going to the finals this year. I know there's been doubt this entire year that the Cavs aren't good enough. Uh, uh, I mean, at the, in the first round, the Cavs went to seven games with the Indiana Pacers, and people were saying that, oh, we wouldn't, we wouldn't make it out of the first round, uh, but we did. And now we're here with the Raptors, and people were saying, oh, the Raptors are going to sweep the Cavs. The Raptors are going to win this and that. And we just beat them by – we just demolished them. Um, yeah. I feel like if Kevin Love can keep up what he's doing, he's playing ama- – he played amazing tonight. If he can keep that going, uh, we'll be able to finish off the sweep uh, against the Raptors. And then when we're playing against the 76ers, I think yeah. there's lockdown. And the reason I say that is, like you said earlier, the 76ers don't have a lot of experience. I mean, they have yeah. J.J. Redick who is probably their yeah. best vet. I mean, and right now he's really showing that veteran mentality against the Celtics. As we speak right now, I think he has, um, looking at the stats, he has 20 points right now. Uh, yeah. So he's really showing up for uh, his team as a veteran. But Ben Simmons, uh, through th- almost almost through three quarters, has one point. So that just shows how young of a team this is. Uh, yeah. Very up and down team. Uh, uh, between Ben Simmons and Drew Embiid, I and I mean, like you said, you like you said, there's nights where they look like the best team in the East, and then there's yeah. nights where they look like, why the fuck are these guys even in the playoffs? Exactly. Um, yeah. So, and I feel like going up against 
a playoff LeBron in the Eastern Conference Finals and you having that up and down, it's not going to fly. You know, you're going to have LeBron dropping 45 points a fucking night. And then if we have maybe two teammates with him putting up some double digits, you we going to be good, you know? Yeah. Um, so I feel like you got another – I feel like, again, Warriors versus Cavs. Now, there's where I'm iffy about who's going to win there, but we'll talk about that, uh, about the finals, when that becomes more closer of a clearer thought. Uh, but yes. now uh, we have a very – we have a little bit more time to talk, about 10 more minutes before we'll end this pod. Yeah. We've talked about predictions of the playoffs, so now why don't we talk about NBA awards? We'll just talk about the major ones. Uh, let's start yeah. off with MVP. Who's your MVP this year? You know, there's a lot of guys you can throw in the MVP conversation. You know, uh, James Harden, LeBron, uh, AD, uh, Giannis, Russ, uh, you know, a lot of different people uh, that you could throw in that conversation. For this year, strictly, I do have I – ha- I have James Harden winning the MVP. Uh, you know, he, he – they're a number one seed in the Western Conference. I feel like he le- leads them big time. And I feel like he needs an MVP. One of the things is is consistency. You know, James Harden, he puts up 32 in a game that they lose, you know. I mean, he, he's a very consistent guy points-wise. Defense, you know, from years past, he hasn't been the guy to be the best defender on the court, you know. Uh, but he's very stepped – he's stepped up his defense a lot now. And I feel like – Overall, James Harden has just been playing crazy out of his mind. I feel like offensively, he's, you know, one of the best players in the NBA. Uh, but I do think that James Harden gets the MVP this year. And you know what? You, you could definitely say any of these guys could get an MVP, you know? You could say LeBron gets MVP. He puts like 40 points a night. I mean, you could definitely right. say that. Uh, you could say that Giannis gets it. Giannis has played incredible through the regular season. Uh, you could say that freaking AD gets it. You know, AD plays incredible every single night. Uh, you could say any of those guys takes the crown home. Uh, but I do have James Harden taking the cake this season. Who do you got for MVP? MVP, uh, I like what you said about the candidates. I mean, I think uh, – I don't think it's such a big range of candidates. I think it's down between James Harden and LeBron James. Uh, it's yeah. one of those two. I mean, I de- – I, believe you definitely could make a case for all the other ones like you said like ad uh you can make some cases for them but it's down to james harden to lebron james and that that's just facts um but when i look at the mvp award the most valuable player i look at it this way imagine that team without that player Mm -hmm. all right that's just going to show you how valuable that player is you remove James Harden from the Rockets. You still have Chris Paul and all them. I think they might not be a playoff team, but they're going to contend for that eighth, seventh seed. You yeah. remove LeBron from the Cavs, they're the number one pick in the draft. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. It just, that's, it's that simple. I mean, he's the most valuable player, he's the best overall player in the league right now, he's the best player in the world. Uh, you can even give a case that he's better than Jordan. I mean, yeah. w- we might have a, a conversation about that later on a separate episode of the podcast about who's the greatest yeah. of all time. Yeah. But um, 
I mean, I really just believe that he's the MVP. He he has it all. He has the defense. He, I mean, the guy plays small forward, but he's passing better than most point guards. Uh, yeah, he's got it all. And like I said, you remove him from the team, the the Cavs Cavs are nowhere near the playoffs. Uh, they're nowhere near the second fucking round. Talking about, they wouldn't even be able to fat finals at this point. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I I believe. LeBron is the MVP. Uh, the next award we should talk about, we are, even though we are running out of time, what's the rookie of the year? We, we talked about this a little bit. Uh, yeah. I'll go, uh, I think my rookie of the year this year, uh, Donovan Mitchell. Um, now, yeah. again, this is a between two people. It's either Ben Simmons and Donovan Mitchell. But the thing about Ben Simmons is people will make the case that, oh, well, he's not really a hundred percent rookie. Uh, Honestly, my point of view is he never played a game last year, so I feel like he could play. He could potentially win that uh, the rookie of the year, but I feel like that's going to hurt him in the voting. Is they're going to be like, well, technically he's not a rookie, so I feel like that's going to hurt him in the voting in Donovan Mitchell. But the person I think is also most deserving is Donovan Mitchell. I mean, look what he's doing in the playoffs against the Rockets. Yeah. Uh, he's leading his team to a, t- a tight series with the number one seed who was supposed to be contenders against the Warriors. I mean, it's just that crazy where you look at Ben Simmons right now in the playoffs. Uh, he's currently playing against the Celtics, and he only has one point. <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, it just shows you who's clearly the better player. Who do you think, Rookie of the Year? Uh, rookie of the Year, I got, I got Donovan Mitchell as well. Donovan Mitchell straight up, you know. Uh, yeah, we always uh, talk about uh, Ben Simmons isn't a rookie, but – I don't even think you need to say that. I don't even think you need to bring him up. I think Donovan Mitchell deserves it anyways, even if Ben Simmons was a true rookie. I think Donovan Mitchell should win it anyways. Donovan Mitchell is an incredible player. He's making incredible plays. He surprises me every game I watch him, you know? The moment I think he's, you know, he's a star but not a superstar, he proves me wrong. And he says he's a, he just goes in there and plays like any other superstar in the league, you know? It's absolute crazy, and I don't want to call him a superstar, but I feel like I should now. He's playing incredible basketball. He's very consistent. He's very athletic, very aggressive. Uh, you know, I feel like he gives 110% every game as a rookie. He's he, And a great surprise, too, to the Jazz. I really didn't expect him to come in and play like this. But anyways, you know, Ben Simmons, I truly don't think is a rookie. Even though he's played, you know, everybody always makes it, well, he hasn't played a single game. Well, it's not fair that he got drafted to the 76ers in a draft before Donovan Mitchell, you know, two drafts ago. That's not fair that he got drafted with Joel Embiid, you know. That's not fair, okay? If, if he was a true rookie, he would have got drafted in the same draft as Donovan Mitchell. Therefore, he, would, he probably would not be on the 76ers like he is right now. So, right. I don't think you can call him a rookie, and – there, there still is a chance he can win the award, though. Like you said, he can still win the award because ESPN and all these other, you know, they're all they're all throwing his name out there. Like, you know, uh, he can win the award. But I, I have my hands on Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. Um. Any other awards? I mean, the most improved player. That's another obvious one. I think that's Victor Oladipo. Oh yeah, all the way, Victor Oladipo. Uh, so there's no really use in talking about that award. Defensive Player of the Year. That is that's one that's really up in the yeah up in the air. Uh, I think that's between either Rudy Gobert, or Joel Embiid, and I think Rudy Gobert's taking that one. Uh, yeah, 
you know, you got Rudy Gobert. Utah's Jazz's defense has been really good this year, and Rudy Gobert is the the forefront of that. You know, that's Utah's big man, and uh, I think he's also one of the most underrated players in the league. He's also one of my favorite players in the league. I love watching Rudy Gobert. Uh, he's a tall, lengthy guy, and I knew he would be at this stage. I mean, um, yeah, I th- definitely think he's uh, Defense Player of the Year. Uh, where do you think that's going? Uh, you know, Defensive Player of the Year, this is always a tough one. You know, there's a lot of candidates that we bring up for that. Uh, Joel Embiid, Rudy Gobert, Andre Drummond, uh, a lot of different guys that could uh, definitely win it. But I think other than... I think a clear with the most improved player, of course, Victor Oladipo. But with this award, this one's a tough one. I think you could say Rudy Gobert, Joel Embiid, Anthony Davis, Paul George, Draymond Green. You could say definitely a lot of guys. I do have – I do think, though, yeah, Rudy Gobert takes the cake for a defensive player of the year. I mean, he is – he's the GOAT, I mean, at, at, at defense. I mean, there's a lot of different other guys that play great defense, but – Rudy Gobert, hands down, I think is is definitely defensive player of the year. All right, now on to uh, we have sixth man of the year. Who do you think brings that bench spot and plays the best off the bench? Six, six man. Six man of the year. That is a hard one. You know, there. I feel like there. Uh, there's a lot of people uh, in the contention for that. I think the obvious choice would be. A lot of people are going to say Lou Williams. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's pretty much almost his award already. Yeah. But uh, so I, I'm I'm probably going to go Lou Williams here, uh, just because he comes off the bench for the L.A. Clippers and he's just he's pretty much uh, lights out. Yeah. Um, I think uh, another the only other guy who can maybe get a run for the case is Eric Gordon. I mean, he's he's one of the biggest parts of the Houston Rockets offense. Uh, mm-hmm. He's one of the main reasons they're the number one seed. Uh, he comes off the bench, and he's able to score points, and he's able to do it in bunches. Uh, one person I would love to see win the award, he's a kind of under the radar, is Jordan Clarkson uh, from the Cavaliers. Uh, he's, I just don't think he'll win it because he's just not consistent enough. But when he's on, he's on. But definitely, I think Lou Williams, where do you think that award's going? Yeah, no, I I do think they will select Lou Williams, but I I honestly, in my opinion, I I have Terry Rozier probably up there on that. Terry Rozier for the Celtics. I mean, I think the importance level of him is you know far beyond any of these players. Uh, so I would have him winning the award actually. Other than that, Fred VanVleet for Toronto. I think he's very important, but. Uh, if I did had to pick one, I, I would pick Terry Rozier to win it, but I do think Lou Williams probably win that award. All right. Uh, last thing before we go, because we're definitely running out of time. Uh, got a question. Have you been watching uh, – this is this is related to basketball. Have you been watching the NBA 2K League that just uh, released a few days ago? I did see the 2K draft. A lot of different uh, – He's actually a guy with dreads. I forget his name. He's ooh, he's really good. But yeah, I have been paying attention to the two a little bit. All How right. Uh, 
It's a, I've been watching it recently. You know, they, they, ha- I, I think it's a really cool concept. Um, uh, I've been watching my team Cavs Legion GC, obviously because I'm a Cavs fan. So I'm going to follow yeah. the Cavs team. Uh, they're doing pretty good. Uh, their guy named hood, uh, their shooting guard, uh, actually, no, sorry. Their point guard, he dropped 41 points in the second, yeah. uh, in both the first and second game. So yeah. it was just really cool. Uh, that's something to watch out for. That league just recently started for us. So for everybody watching, go check that out. Um, they've, I think they're playing tomorrow as well. Yeah. So yeah, all really cool things. Uh, hopefully later once that league, yeah. uh, we'll talk about that on maybe a few episodes. Um, but uh, before we uh, – last little thing, uh, what we'll just tell the people watching what else we'll be talking about over the course. Uh, well, guys, we'll... yeah, to to everyone listening out there to the BNI podcast, we're – you know, we're this is the first episode ever of the podcast here, a thing that we're going to be continuing on and on and on. Uh, you should be looking out for episodes. We're probably going to have one tomorrow, uh, Friday night, Friday night special episode. Uh, I think we're going to be – breaking down the greatest players in the NBA of all time. Going to be a special episode, special second episode, but basically on the BNI podcast, this is strictly a sports podcast. Uh, whether it's football, basketball, uh, you know, UFC, MMA, you know, anything, uh, you know, big time sports, we're going to be talking about it here. Uh, we're going to have debates, arguments, uh, you know, analysis, uh, predictions, uh, straight to the grit, uh, sports, uh, you know, just all over this podcast. So, guys, continue to listen. This is Bryce right here talking, and also Isaiah. This is the BNI podcast, guys. I want to thank you, everyone out there who's listening to the podcast. I hope you enjoyed what we talk about today. This is our playoff predictions. We're going to be continuing with another podcast episode tomorrow, guys. Hope you enjoyed. This is Bryce. That's Isaiah. We'll see you guys uh, for tomorrow's podcast. Yep. Any last words, Isaiah? Uh, anything, I'll kind of piggyback off of what you said uh, as we're about to go. Uh, like he said, we're going to be – it's strictly sports. We're going to be talking anywhere from football, basketball. Those are going to be probably the main ones, football and basketball, because we're both really big football and basketball fans. A little yeah. bit of baseball here and there because I do watch baseball. Yeah. Um, uh, we'll talk about MMA, UFC, because we we both really love it, love and enjoy that. So when there's a yeah. a big pay per view coming on, we'll drop predictions and stuff. Uh, tomorrow we'll either talk about like what you said about the NBA best players of all time, or maybe uh, we could also talk about the draft and uh, what team greatly improved, what teams made bad picks, what what was the steals. Like we we're uh, we'll we'll probably either probably glance on that as well so yeah check out for an episode sometime this weekend hopefully tomorrow uh if we can get that done uh sometime this weekend but thank you all for uh dropping into the bni podcast uh we will see you all very soon all right guys stay tuned bni podcast this is bryce that's isaiah see you guys later